0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to Bible Coffee Talk with Allie Benfield, and I'm so happy you're tuning in. I hope you're well and living your best life for Jesus Christ. On my podcast, we talk about subjects that some, if not most of us, are either going through, dealing with, or just want more information about. But we apply the Bible and the love for our Savior, Jesus Christ, hoping that it will enrich our lives and help us as we walk righteously in obedience with the Holy Spirit. And we do it while enjoying a hot cup of coffee together. Because after all, this is a fellowship between friends, am I right? So grab your coffee and your Bible, and let's learn more about Jesus Christ. Sound good? Awesome. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today on Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield, I'm so glad you've stopped by. Today I'm drinking my usual coffee blend, vanilla biscotti, and it's so good. It's so good. This has to be, hands down, my favorite coffee. So, today's episode is about trusting and knowing God's voice. Have you ever needed help or direction or some kind of spiritual answers and not known where to go about finding it? And if you did find it, not knowing for sure if it actually came from God? Well, today we're going to search the word of God and let his spirit direct us so that we have some very clear and definitive answers. Usually when I select what to do my podcast on, I let the Holy Spirit direct me. And when he speaks to me and puts something on my heart, I listen and I obey. So with that being said, before we continue, you know the drill. I have to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing. So let's pray, shall we? Holy Abba, Father God, today I just want to give you praise, honor, and glory for all that you do, for all the ways you bless myself and my family and my friends, for all the ways you reveal your awesomeness to me. Thank you, Father. Lord, as I speak today, may your words flow out of my mouth. Let your word be spoken eloquently without faltering. Let me be a vessel to spread you to others, planting the seed of truth for your kingdom. Let this podcast be pleasing to you, Father. I ask you for these things, and I thank you for these things in your beautiful and precious name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so I hope you have a comfy seat and a steamy cup of coffee and your Bible, because on my podcast, we reference, read, and apply the Bible to everything. It's my go-to and my fact checker. I do read the King James Bible because it's the least tampered with Bible out there, but on occasion sometimes. I will use the NIV Bible if a verse is tricky or too complicated to understand. So let's bite off a big chunk of this one. <laughs> Ready? Okay. So recently I've gone through something and struggled knowing if it was truly from the Lord God. I mean, my head flooded with all kinds of questions. You know, was this what God wanted from me of me? Was God responsible for this? If this situation was from God, how were the circumstances going to work out for me to see the situation come to maturity? But the more I prayed, the more I sought his face, the more those questions were answered in the most beautiful and profound ways. One by one, the Lord was shooting down every single doubt I had. I would talk to the Lord and question him, and it would go something like this But, Lord, how? Allison, trust me. Ah, but, Lord, how is this supposed to work? Allison, trust me. I know what I'm doing. Lord, I'm scared. What if it fails? Allison, trust me. I'm about to bless you with what you've asked me for, and I will show you. You will know when you will know, but trust me. Okay, so I'm just going to stop right there for a second. I know that conversation sounded weird, and if you don't personally know the Lord, then nothing I just said right there will make sense to you, and you'll probably judge me and say some kind of, you know, comment that, oh, she's a nutcase talking to herself. And you can go ahead and think whatever you want. That's fine. To those of you that do personally know the Lord Jesus Christ, you know full well and exactly the kind of conversation I'm talking about. The kind where the Lord speaks directly to your heart and puts his will and his desire in your mind. And as time continued, each and every one of those doubts I had disappeared. And more and more truth came to be revealed. Things that made no sense, things that had absolutely no comprehension, started to present themselves in these stunning glimpses of the Father. And pretty soon, I was saying to the Lord, Father, if this is what you want, please show me in a way that can't easily be explained. And I'll give you example. As you may have learned in some of my other podcasts, I've been hurt quite badly in my life by people telling me to trust them, telling me that they were good people and had good hearts. But their fruits didn't live up to their hyped talk about themselves, which made trusting anyone quite difficult. I've had people say, "Allie, you can trust me. I'm, I'll be here for you. I'll never leave. But they did exactly that. And it hurts. It sucks and it hurts. And I couldn't just let that go. I just, I put walls up to protect myself. So my very best friend and I were talking and I asked God, could I trust this person? Could I give a part of myself over to them, to, to reveal parts of my past to them without being hurt, without having it being thrown in my face like every other person in my past had. I asked for a sign that if this person was to be trusted, give me something that, that I could use. And, and I had written down five very specific things that were kind of out there. They weren't easily guessed. They weren't talked about by anyone in any, you know, kind of day-to-day speech. So it was like out there. It was far-fetched. And one by one, the Lord revealed some of the most remarkable truths to me. And one by one, my very best friend said casually and, and mentioned and revealed every single thing on my list. I was floored. When we pray and seek our Heavenly Father's face, when we glorify the Creator, He will create the most incredible ways to see Him and know what He wants for us. Life's not predictable. There are ups and downs along the way. Many of us want to trust God. When times are good, it can feel easier. But when times are difficult, it's even more important to trust God during those times. God's unchanging character can give us a firm foundation when things feel unsteady or uncertain. Life can be terrible one minute and happy the next life can be going along smoothly for a season your job is satisfying your friends and your family are enjoyable your goals your finances your health and your outlook all seem to be bright then all of a sudden out of nowhere life throws a curveball someone you know gets sick you lose your job a friend or family member betrays you the things you felt secure about all of a sudden feel shaky and uncertain How do you trust that God is good in these circumstances? How do you trust Him when you don't even understand what's happening? When you can't even see a resolution? These are all valid questions, and God wants to help you navigate through them. To trust is to believe in the reliability, the truth, the ability, and the strength of something. So when it comes to trusting God, that means that believing in His reliability Believing in his word, his ability, and his strength, the Bible says that God cannot lie, that he always keeps his promises, that he loves you and has has good in store for you. Trusting in him means believing what he says about himself, about the world, and about you is true. Trusting in God is more than a feeling. It's a choice to have faith in what he says, even when your feelings or circumstances would have you believe something different. Your feelings and circumstances matter and are very much worth paying attention to. God cares about them both, but those things alone are not reliable enough to base your life on. They can change at any moment, even in an instant. God, on the other hand, does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and therefore is worthy of your trust. Trusting God is not about ignoring your feelings or reality. It is not pretending that everything's okay when it isn't. Trusting God is living a life of belief in and obedience to God, even when it's difficult. Now that you know what it means to trust God, how exactly can you do that in your everyday life? So, if you trust someone, if you feel comfortable being honest with them about anything, then God is much more reliable in reliable than even your most trustworthy friend. When things feel difficult, he doesn't ask you to keep those feelings to yourself. First Peter 5 verse 7 says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Psalms 56 verse 8 says, Thou tellest my wanderings, thou put my tears into thy bottle, they are not in thy book. Because God loves you, you can show your trust in him by talking about all your feelings and circumstances with him, the good and the hard, through prayer. Don't let your emotions rule your life. Bring them to God so he can help you address them. He's not disappointed or frustrated by your struggles, your doubts, or your pain. He cares about you, and you can trust Him with those things. When you trust, you go to God and His Word, um, and his word. when life is hard. You can also act on obedience, doing what God says in His Word, and trust that He will ultimately take care of the rest. In trust you look for security in other things. You look to God to hold you securely in difficult circumstances. You wouldn't do this perfectly, but God is kind and patient with you while you learn to trust Him. Mark 14, verse 34 to 36 says, And saith unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little, and fell on the ground, and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee take away this cup from me nevertheless not what i want but what but not what i will but what thou wilt jesus himself felt overwhelmed by what was before him and he went straight to his father he cares for your hurts he pays attention how comforting is it to know that the god of the universe is also paying attention to you knowing that god is there for you and will help strengthen your trust in him during these hardships and difficult times I mean, that's just a beautiful feeling to know that the God who created everything loves you so much more, and he doesn't want to see you hurt. He doesn't want to see you struggle. He doesn't want to see you question with doubts and, and disbelief. He wants you to come to him. Here are seven practical ways to trust God in your everyday life. One, seek truth in scripture. Scripture, or the Bible, is God's word. God knows you need somewhere to go when you feel unsure. The place is his word. It is unchanging and completely trustworthy. The Bible records ways God has responded in difficult times in the past. It reminds you that he is trustworthy whenever, your, whatever your circumstances. Many people in Scripture even reference other parts of Scripture to encourage themselves and those around them. Personally, I love that. When it talks about one thing in one part of the Bible and somebody way over at the other end of the Bible makes reference to it, That just blesses my heart so much. The truth of scripture frees you from the expectations of earning your salvation, and it tells us that in John 8, verse 32. It also frees you from the unrealistic scenarios that you run into when you worry. If you don't run into the word um, to remind you of truth in difficult times, It's easier for you to be led into lies about your life and who God is. You need a strong foundation of scripture to stand on, especially when you feel uncertain. The Bible is God's unfailing, unchanging word. You can cling to its truth when life throws you that nasty little curveball. Two, confess unbelief. Be honest. Allow God to remind you who He is and what He promises, and then be honest with Him. You can tell God how you feel and in what areas of your life you're struggling with. He knows already, so what you're telling Him isn't anything new or shocking. First, it is good to acknowledge that His character is good and trustworthy. You can agree with Him that that all He says is true. You can also tell Him when it's difficult for you to believe. According to Mark 9, a man brought his son to Jesus for healing from Uh, being possessed by a demon. He asked Jesus to heal him, if you can. Jesus asked the man if he did not believe that Jesus could heal, and his reply was this, Um, in Mark 9 verse 24, but they held their peace, for by the way they had disputed among themselves who should be thy greatest. He believed, and it was during a difficult moment, that he did so, and he asked for help. It is one thing to know the truth, but it is sometimes hard to believe it when life takes an unexpected turn. You're human. You are able to confess to God when your feelings and beliefs are not lined up with His truth. You can ask Him to help you to believe when He says it's true. This helps you to accept that God is bigger than you could ever understand. Confession helps you to humble yourself and allows you to grow in trust. He hears your requests and answers them. He wants to help you grow in your faith. 3. Share your concerns with your community. I'm a very private person, so this one was really difficult for me because I don't like going to other people with my problems. I'm the kind of person that runs all on my own and hides to lick my wounds, to kind of take care of my problems. I don't like giving in. I don't like asking for help unless it's absolutely necessary. You're not facing these difficult times alone. The Lord is walking with you every step of the way. He also gives you other believers to talk with. Paul was a follower of Jesus and a leader in the early church. He he shared this with his fellow believers as encouragement. Philemon 1.6 says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Paul reminded his friends that partnership is important and helps us to have even greater understanding of God and his plan. When you're struggling, share those concerns with other followers of Jesus whom you trust, someone you know is pursuing a relationship with God regularly and knows God's word. Those are the kind of people you're supposed to put in your circle. You don't have to share struggles with everyone, but find one person, two people where you can go with them into the word of God, where you can kneel together and pray, where you can search out the Lord and ask him to be with you because we're one or sorry, where two or three of you are gathered in his name. He's there with you and that's what you want. Fellow believers can remind you of God's character through encouragement and accountability. They can pray for and support you. They can remind you of the truth when you're struggling. Community reminds you that you are never alone, even in hard times. Four, remember God and spend time with Him. God is bigger than any of your circumstances, any of your problems. Difficult times may feel like they'll last forever. And trust me, I've felt that so many times. But they're temporary. God is present amid the bad times as well as the good. He is always faithful. God wants you to go to him with your circumstances. He's waiting. He doesn't want you to go to Joe down the street or to to Paul up the road. He wants you to go to him. He doesn't want you to go to organizations. He doesn't want you to go to to different people. He wants you to seek him. He also wants you to come to him simply to spend time with him. He is your heavenly father. What parent doesn't want their child to spend time with them? I have kids and it hurts me when they don't want to have anything to do with me. It hurts. So I can only imagine how God feels when we reject him and turn to other people. You should not let your circumstances shape your relationship with God. God can shape your view of your circumstances. Spend regular time with God. Establish a consistent time with the Lord. When times feel good, it will help you to continue to go to him when things are feeling rough. If you have not established that, it's never too late to start. Never. Read his word. Spend time in prayer acknowledging who he is. Meet with other believers and set your eyes on things that are bigger than your circumstances. Serve those around you. These simple practices will help you see God outside of these difficult situations, which will start to establish the trust in your heart that he will move in your circumstances. (sighs) I just think that's incredible. Five, look for things to be grateful for. So many times people just nag and complain about things that they don't have. Instead, thank God for all the little things that you do have. It's the little things that matter. You know what they say? Good things come in small packages, and that's so true. Difficult circumstances feel all-consuming at times. It's really hard to see past them to the good things that are going on. But God's grace is in all things. In your waking up, in your sunny day, in a call from a friend, He's in all of it. But those good times often get overshadowed by more complicated things going on. In the face of those difficulties, God shares His will for you and how you should respond to them. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18 says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Jesus Christ concerning you. God calls you to give thanks, He is always working in your life and in the world. And these moments when everything appears to be falling apart, It can be hard to see how good the father is at work, but know his mercy is consistent. Giving thanks um, for for everything, you know, is is so important. Instead of picking out all the things that are going wrong or, or falling apart or arguments or things that are happening, stop. Turn it all over to God. Giving thanks fights the lie that everything is horrible. Even in tragic circumstances, there will be a light grace. God is present and is making himself known. You need to look at that. Trust grows as you look for God's presence in what feels like dark and heavy days. He never leaves. 6. Walk in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in anyone who trusts Jesus. The Holy Spirit is your constant helper, pointing you to Jesus. When Jesus was telling his followers that he was going to be killed, he knew that they would be worried. They would feel scared about being left alone so he shared this with them to give them comfort john 14 verse 26 says but the comforter which is the holy ghost whom the father will send in my name he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever i have said unto you the spirit comforts and reminds you of the truth the truth being god's word the spirit will also lead you in obedience he will bring direction to you I don't know about you, but I'm getting chills as I'm reading this because the Holy Spirit is awesome and I love him. A common struggle in difficult times is feelings of helplessness and worry about an unknown future. The leading of the Holy Spirit can ease struggles by guiding you through um, acts of obedience. So you're maneuvering around these things. And if you follow the Holy Spirit, he will get you through it. He does not always give you the big picture, but he'll always show up to get you to the next step. Walking closely with the Spirit will not only give you direction, but it will remind you that you're not alone. God is not distance. He's with you in whatever difficulty you're facing. He's making a way for you. Praise the Lord. Now, number seven, wait on the Lord. It's all about His timing. The Holy Spirit will lead you to do what He wants you to do. Sometimes what you need to do is just wait. Be still faithfully continuing to seek the Lord, but wait on His timing. Wait on Him to act on your behalf. Wait on Him to do what you cannot do by yourself. In the book of Isaiah, God responds to the Israelites who thought that God had turned away from them. He reminds them that He does not sleep or take a break. He is always there. He always sees them and is always working for their good. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall not they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint he will help you he will help you to wait with endurance waiting on the lord reminds you that you are not in control thank goodness he is bigger than any of your circumstances he will sustain you and grow with you in your faith in the waiting god is never neglecting neglecting in your life if he's If he seems to be silent, remember his promise that he is always hearing your prayers and responding. Psalms 34 verse 17 says, The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all of their troubles. When trust falters, God is trustworthy, even when you don't see your prayers answered or the problem solved right away. Stop. Take a breath and trust on god's timing life is unpredictable and difficult at times and that difficulty may persist for longer than you had hoped or anticipated it may even bring you to the other end of your strength so what do you do then wait trust and remember that God loves you. You can trust Him to sustain you, to provide for you, and to be with you even in the midst of your hardship. Jesus guaranteed His followers that they would face hard times, but He promised that He would always be there with them. John 16 verse 33 says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Matthew 28 verse 20 says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. God is completely trustworthy. He does not ask you to trust Him blindly. He wants you to learn to trust Him as you get to know Him. You can get to know God through personal time with Him and through His Word. Spend time exploring aspects of His trustworthiness and verses of Scripture. In the book of Romans, one of the early followers of Jesus, Paul, writes to believers about the present life. He reminds them that this life will have hardships and that our bodies will fail, but God is still working for our good. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things work together for the good them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. In times of doubt, remember his promises. Remember he who has always been there will always be there even in doubt and uncertainty, if you keep going to him, he will continually to show himself to you to be trustworthy. If we need our Heavenly Father to help us, all we have to do is call out for him as he promised he would help us. Case in point, when I called out to him in both word and in prayer to help me, to reveal to my heart and my head what he wanted for me and the direction I should go, he was there. And if this person I could trust, he showed me, he gave me the answer. So I was broken from being hurt over and over again by someone who said for me to trust them, who told me that they were different. And yet when I was afraid, he showed me peace. When I was leery, he showed me courage. When I was doubtful, he revealed truths. When I was hesitant, he instilled bravery. And my best friend and I are best friends in the Lord. We pray together, we read the Bible over coffee together and we trust each other because the Lord brought me a friend that I will have forever. This person and I will walk into heaven and I just can't wait for that moment. A friend that I had, this friend and I, we, we have this relationship. It's like a mirror. It is. It's like I'm looking at my own life through them, not just in some ways, but in every way. And when I say every way, I really mean every way from childhood to adolescence to adulthood, every hurt I felt they felt, every uh, being uh, betrayed and abandoned they felt they went through and I saw the Lord was giving me a friend that wasn't just in words but was a friend in action God is so good so good can I get an amen whoop, whoop, thank you Lord now I can't imagine my life without my best friend now and we share everything we laugh we trust we um, we get each other like no one ever has and I never thought I'd ever feel that again with a friend and I've had a couple friends that truly hurt me, hurt me. They, they shattered me. And I thought, you know what? I'm never going to be able to talk about anything to anybody. I'm going to be this loner with nobody in my corner, nobody that I can talk to. And then he sent me this person and I just want to let them know that they are, they mean a lot to me. And I just never want to know a day without them being in my life. So in closing. Take whatever is heavy on your heart to the Lord. Seek his word. Read what it says about whatever you're going through in the word. Nothing in life is easy, and working for things we want will always reap a bountiful harvest. Trust in the Lord. Cry out to him and tell him how you're feeling. Ask him to give you clear and definitive signs to your situation, and he'll give them to you in ways that only you know you were meant to receive. And trust him to always know what's best for you. Trust that he will guide you where you're meant to be. If a friendship isn't what he wants you to have, then you're not going to have it. But that doesn't mean that that isn't good. He knows what's good for you even before you know. If you need answers to a job, a relationship, something your children are going through, whatever it is, give it all over to the father and he will handle it just as it's supposed to be according to his plan. And when it's what God wants, he will line everything up so that it falls in a line perfectly so that everything you do, everywhere you go, every movement you make is what he wants and it will just flow like water in a river. So there you have it, guys. I hope this episode has touched and blessed your heart and mind. I pray that the Holy Spirit leads and blesses your life and that you surrender all to him so that you come to know him in ways that will absolutely transform your life. If you want to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ and you want someone to pray for you or to lead you or to help you surrender all to God, please find me on Facebook. My account is open. Just look for me. Ali Benfield. Send me a friend request or a message, and I will gladly help you to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ. Whew, that was a big one, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Hey guys, I just wanted to thank you for taking this time with me today to fellowship and learn more about our wonderful Heavenly Father, His perfect Son Jesus Christ, and the incredible Holy Spirit as we apply the Bible to our lives and our faith. I hope that what you heard and learned today has touched your heart and is tended to and ministered by the Holy Spirit. I pray that he fills you with his discernmentship and understanding so that the words of the Bible imprint on your heart with meaning and worth. The Lord Jesus Christ is returning soon, and when he does, I pray that you're among those that are caught up in the sky to meet him so that you could join in the wedding banquet called the Feast of the Lamb. Until we're together again fellowshipping over coffee... <laughs> This is Ali Benfield signing off. Bye for now, guys.